0: Hi, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Varsity Spotlight, a Watertown Daily Times sports podcast. My name is Phil Sanzo, a sports writer for the Watertown Daily Times, and this week's guest is Indian River defensive end Tanner Colverd. Tanner has racked up 14 sacks this year as one of the best defensive ends in Section 3, and his Indian River Warriors team is going to be playing Carthage in the Section 3 Class A Championship game at the Carrier Dome. It's going to be a fantastic game, and Tanner, was, Tanner broke down with me the ins and outs of being a defensive end and really described how he's, how he's had such a great season. All that and a lot more on this episode of the Varsity Spotlight. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on this episode. You guys have a huge game tonight against Carthage at the Dome. You, now you said you played in, you didn't play in the game last year, but you were on the team last year when you, when you guys went to the Dome, right? Yeah. So it's not your first time going there, but when you walk into the Dome, what's the first scene that kind of just catches your eye? Like what, what's so awe, inspiring about it?
1: Just like the seats, like the, just like the seating arrangements just all around and like the Dome over top. It's just crazy.
0: I, I'm sure it's like takes your breath away at first.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Does it? Now, I was talking from the other guys that have played there. They say it gets pretty loud in there. Is that something that also is kind of true about it?
1: Yeah, like last year I was on the sideline side and the coaches were trying to like call plays out and like there you couldn't really even hear anybody because everybody was just clapping and it echoes so much.
0: Is that is, how do you guys like when it is that loud? I mean, it's probably louder than a typical game, and I'm sure is there like a communication issues often?
1: Um, sometimes there is. Um, last year, like, I I didn't really notice any last year because we had the quarterback run over to the coaches, so mm-hmm.
0: so now you're gonna get your first chance, you know, you're gonna play, you can get your first chance to actually play in there tonight. I mean. Is that easy? Is, is, does it not take much to get you pumped up for a game like this?
1: Um, not really. I, I mean, I am pretty pumped up. I'm more like got butterflies than anything right now.
0: <laughs> is that something you kind of expect or at least hope to go away in the the as soon as you kind of touch the turf?
1: Yeah, hopefully it does.
0: You guys. You know, this Indian River, you guys have gone to the Dome, I think, the past either three, uh, two or three years, and but you kind of been beaten by Whitesboro both both those times. Finishing the season out with a win, I mean, especially with a few seniors on your team, does it feel, especially against Carthage, are you guys really just super eager to try to finish this game out with a win? Yeah,
1: we are. Um, just trying to give the seniors a couple more games before they go. Quasi, and a bunch of other seniors haven't had, like they've been to the dome like three times and haven't won, a, like haven't won a championship there yet. So we're just trying to finish this one out.
0: Do you, um, I, uh, Do you feel almost like this is like a little bit more personal to a few of these seniors who maybe haven't had? Cause I think all the seniors there. I don't know if they were on the last time when you guys won the state title in 2014. I think all these seniors there. I don't know if they've won a game in the dome yet. Does it feel a little bit more personal? You think for those guys to finally get that shot?
1: Um. Yeah, especially g- going against one of our rivals. Right. I feel like it is because we like, like I said, they they haven't won a single game in in the in the dome yet. So I feel like it would be.
0: Were you, were you personally expecting to play Carthage?
1: Actually, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought Whitesboro was going to beat them, and then like during during the the Auburn game, the announcer was like announcing the score, and everybody was, like, freaking out when they heard that they beat them. It was pretty crazy.
0: I mean, yeah, playing Carthage, is this a game that, you know, Carthage has been a team that you guys have beat up on, you know, pretty much frequently in the last five or six years. They beat you a few times, but for, for the most part, you guys have kind of come out on top. Have you been trying to put that in the back of your minds, or is that something that you guys, you know, keep thinking about?
1: Um. Coach has been saying that it's harder to beat a team twice. So, we're kind of putting it in the back of our minds and treating this as if it's like Whitesboro. Because you can't go in being all cocky. And then, yeah, you're just going to... It's not going to go too good.
0: You guys did—you guys played Carthage, you know, the first game of the season. But that was so long ago. Is the information you learned from that game, is that still kind of relevant, you know, two months later?
1: Um, Some of the stuff does. We're... Like, the defense, we had a bunch of mistakes in the beginning, and we're fixing those in practice. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Now, you're the, you're the first defensive end I've actually had on the show, first primarily defensive player. I mean, what kind of drew you to that position?
1: Um, actually, last year in JV, I was uh, a nose and okay. I played offense, and the coaches actually moved me to the end. So, it kind of stuck with me then, because last year, I was, like, not too good, but I didn't do too bad at it. So, they ended up keeping me there.
0: What about, like, what, in what regards have you succeeded at? Like, what has made you a good defensive end?
1: Um, I've heard that some people were, like, talking about me being a DM, like, my speed, kind of, like, my size and height and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, slow for my size,
0: yeah, I mean, I think I had read on your roster, you were 6'2 and 220. Is that is that still accurate? Yeah. So I uh, was 6'2, 220. So is, is it all just size, though? Like, I feel like defensive end, there's some skill in it also. But is it, is, if you have, what's the balance between, like, the physicality versus the skill level? Um,
1: like, you look at, like, JJ J. Watt, kind of, mm-hmm. and he's, like, built and he's fast. But you have to have, like, I mean, he, he you can like some of the techniques that they that he does is he like ball rushes and um like swim moves and stuff. You kinda have to like when you swim, you have to like push the dude out of the way kinda. Okay. And you gotta be like built for that. So I'm gonna have to push him.
0: When you first started learning the position, did you was there a lot that you realized like there's more skill to this than just like running straight at the quarterback? Oh yeah. Yeah what were some of the things you learned
1: um like when i first started out they told me take on the kickout blocks you have to keep like your outside arm free uh-huh. um like you have to like dip and rip you can't get too far upfield when they're running like a counter or something on you because if you get too far upfield then they're just gonna shoot inside of you and then pop right back out so you have to like pinch the gaps down <laughs>
0: In your mind, because you're you're like you say you're you're a big kid, and I'm sure I'm sure that helps you a lot at the position. But in your mind, what's the difference between you know a kid your size that plays the end that just uses physical physicality versus a player who is also your size who has like the skill aspect who knows like the technique of it? Is the difference that noticeable?
1: Um, I it's it would be noticeable if uh, you can tell because they have more skill than you, but they're gonna be faster and use the skill to get past the D- the, the O line, so okay. it will kind of be noticeable.
0: So, how do you train at the end, really?
1: Um, during practice, we go over dip and rips and all that stuff. So, I mean, you kind of gotta just work on like the basics every day, basically. Okay.
0: So, explain to me what you mean by like dip and rip.
1: Is where you, like, you get, like, skinny, kind of, like, you go sideways, and you just try to get past them, like, you, like, club them out of the way, and you're, like, I, it's kind of hard to explain. You'd gonna, you gonna have to see it. Like, I don't know.
0: Is it something, cause I know, like, it's not like oh, you're a wide receiver and you can run routes, you know? Like, how do you practice stuff on your own time?
1: Um... You can, if you have, like, a school nearby or something, you can put a bag or a tree. A tree would work. I've used a tree before. <laughs> um, you put, like, a, a bag or something on a tree, and you just sit there, and you, like, practice. You just, like, club it up, like, try to club it, and then dip and rip underneath it. Or you can, like... Most of it is got to get in the weight room and get strong enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah.
0: Was that kind of a goal of yours to get, uh, like, stronger? Is that, is that kind of been a primary goal?
1: Yeah, Coach Marcel. I didn't really hit the weight room a lot in JV, okay. but Coach Marcel definitely says it's like a key part of football. You got to hit the weight room to be big.
0: So, have you had a goal in mind in terms of lifting or in terms of your weight that you wanted to hit this season?
1: Um, I kind of met what I wanted to weigh. Like, I was trying to bulk up to get two two fifteen, kind of like two fifteen, but I'm two twenty now. And uh, not to just have it like in all in your gut kind of. You gotta like mm-hmm. even it out between your arms and your legs and your core and stuff. Who
0: who do you? Now you would just say you just started playing DN, you know, kind of last year, right? Yeah. Who do you watch? Do you do you watch certain players maybe at the college level or the pro level and try to watch them closely and always try to mimic what they do?
1: Um. Yeah, last year when they moved me there, the first person I thought of was uh, Khalil Mag mm-hmm. and then I thought of JJ Watt. So I've been watching those too. They're kind of like my idols, basically.
0: Is that when you watch? Obviously, those guys, the tops of their position. How? What are you looking for when you watch them so closely? Like, what? What are you paying attention to?
1: Like how they move the O line. Like how uh-huh. they move the per- the the person blocking them, and like what move they make to get past them so quick, and how they tackle the QB and all that. Like, yeah.
0: When you're when you're standing at the line of scrimmage, how much of it is, like, mental also? I mean, are you constantly reading the offensive line? Are you constantly reading your surroundings? Or do you just kind of, like, have one goal in mind and that's get to the quarterback?
1: Um, It depends on... You have to, like, read where... If you have a wing, you have to, like, go half-shade on them. And... When they, when like the plays being run ran, um, you have to like figure out where the ball is going and if it's a pass. So basically, you have to watch the tackle or the tight end. Mm-hmm. So if they pop up, then it's a pass. And then if they just get up and try to block you, you have to fight pressure with pressure. So it's kind of more mental than anything because you have to figure out and you can't get hooked. So you have to like keep your outside arm free.
0: Right. Is a yeah. is a lot of it. You no, know, is a lot of it muscle memory also. Yeah, in, yeah. In terms of, like, popping off the line very, like, quickly? Yeah. Is that something that just requires a lot of repetition in practice?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, you gotta, like, most of it is is when, during practice, we, like, read, we have people that, like, we, like, read what, um, we read what they do, like, they jump up, or if they pop up, just pass, and if they try to, like, hook you, then it's, like, either a sweep or a reverse or something. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, Realize what they're doing, so it's more muscle memory than anything else.
0: Is your mentality? Is your? I mean, I'm sure it changes from play to play, but is your mentality always going after the quarterback, or is it really kind of depend on what the defensive scheme is?
1: Um, it depends. If they're five wide, like just the QB in the backfield, then my mentality is just straight QB because it's there's just going to be a pass, mm-hmm. right? And other plays where, like, it's a tight end, then and, and they have, like, a wing, then it's, like, more trying to get to the outside for, a uh, for like, a sweep or a reverse or something. Okay.
0: This might sound, like, silly, but I'm I'm generally curious. Like, what is your, when you're lining up for a play, what is your end result goal in mind for, like, that play? Like, what do you, what are you saying, where are you hoping the end result of that play is?
1: Um, if it's a pass, obviously to sack the TV. Okay. Um, if it's like, a a toss or a sweep to my side and, uh, it's like what I'm thinking is not to let them get outside of me and get outside and like get sideline. Mm-hmm. It's to push them back in. So
0: you guys, I think your defense with as good as your offense is, I think it might, it might. Um, in my, um, you know, defense is a little underestimated because your, de- your offense is so, like, powerful that you kind of forget about how good your defense is also. Because, I mean, at that Auburn game, you know, you, your offense turned the ball over three times in a row in, toward the end of the first half. Yeah, your defense pretty much stopped them where they were, uh, Auburn's offense, you know, all three of those times. Walk me through kind of what that mentality was like on a- after a turnover, maybe in that specific situation. What's the mentality like for the defense on the field?
1: Um, the mentality is basically you just can't let them score off of one of our turnovers. Basically, okay. you got to stop them and get the ball back so our offense can execute and get a touchdown. When the
0: when the ball is turned over on already on your side of the field, so they, they have a very short field. Is is it is it even more pressure on you, or do you even do you not try to think about that?
1: Um, it's definitely more pressure, but usually you don't think about it once the play is going. You're just, like, thinking that you have to stop them. So, like, really doesn't go through my head whenever that happens. But
0: Is the defense, of, I mean, your defense, like, broken up, the line, the linebackers, the secondary. Is it very much it's all a bunch of different working parts? Or, like, how how separate really are the, are the different positions within the defense?
1: Um, The corners and safeties... I mean, we're all kind of, like, together,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: if you'd say. But, like, the corners and safety have, like, their own plays. Right. And then, like, the linebackers call all the plays, but the linebackers are basically, like, the heart of the defense. Right. So the line has, like, different places to shoot the gaps, and the linebackers have different, like, holes to fill. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of different.
0: Even though you play defensive end, is it still important to know the responsibilities of all the other players on the defense for that particular play?
1: Um, Some some plays, yes. And other plays, um, you just got to do your own job and let them figure it out. Because if you don't do your job and a play breaks up, it's going to be on you. <laughs>
0: You have the opportunity to practice. When you're in practice, you have the opportunity to practice against some really good offensive players. How does that help you when you're practicing against people like Jose, practice like people like Quasi? How does that help you in the in the game time?
1: Um, you just gotta go against the best to be the best. Is mm-hmm. what I go go for basically. So you gotta you gotta like practice against the. Practice against them, and then you'll be prepared to go against the best, or go against the go against the other team.
0: All right, man. One last thing: Can you give me a prediction for the final score tonight?
1: Ooh, um, I'm saying. Oh, that's a hard
0: one. It is. It is a tough one. I've been thinking about it. It's a tough. It's a tough uh, question. What was
1: the score of the first game? Do you remember the score? Yeah,
0: you guys won 33 to 21.
1: I think it's going to be 33 to 21 again. Again?
0: I'm assuming in favor of you guys? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for speaking to me. I really appreciate it. Good luck tonight, all right, man? Thank you. I want to thank Tanner for taking the time to speak to me for this week's episode. Indian River will take on Carthage in the Section 3 Class A Football Championships at the Carrier Dome. You can get updates from me on Twitter at Philip underscore Sanzo. You can also get some updates on the Daily Times Sports Twitter account at WDT Sports. Thank you for listening, and we will see you later.